I hate you so much. You are so mean. What'd you have for breakfast? Today, Brian, are you ready for this? I'm always ready for your breakfasts. My breakfast today was a lone banana. And furthermore, it was a banana that I bought at the airport on Wednesday morning in Newark, New Jersey. And I stuffed it in my bag thinking to myself, oh, okay, I'll uh, just uh, eat this on the plane while I like am going, I'm going to work. And uh, I didn't eat it. But it was still like shoved in the bottom of my bag. Like my bag was so, so full. And then this morning while I was like cleaning my room, you know, getting a little organization on, I looked at my backpack and I was like, oh, it's that banana. And I got really sad because I was like, oh, it's going to be mushy and gross. And I looked and it was a perfectly, perfectly yellow, just like unbruised banana. She ate a lone banana that she got on Wednesday morn. In Newark, New Jersey, her dignity she did mourn. I have to say, like, I don't think just a piece of fruit is really, like, a great breakfast to have most mornings. But I really treasured that banana. For its, like, banana qualities or for its uh, resilience? Honestly, for its tenacity. (laughs) For its moxie. Mmm, mmm. That was an audacious banana. Mmm, I I bet it uses audacity instead of GarageBand. Uh, I had a delightful breakfast sandwich of sausage, egg, and cheese from a bodega in Brooklyn, New York. I forget what it was called, but it was by the um, Neumeyer Street, whatever stop on the A uh, in Brooklyn. It is Neumeyer something or other. Uh, Delicious, delicious little bodega where I got a full-sized breakfast sub for $3.75, and it was awesome. That is rude. I just kind of, I was headed back to New Jersey from Brooklyn, and I was like, oh, you know, I'm kind of hungry. Let me just waltz in here. La, da, 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 da. Oh, hello. Look at these prices. <laughs> By Grabthaus Hammer, what a savings. It was it was fantastic. Um, was it was it a, a quality sandwich? I know, like, I like it, it's from a bodega, so it must have been amazing, but I'm just, like, making sure. It was pretty amazing. It was, like, comparable to, I don't know how to describe, like, more, hmm, you know, I really can't think of anything that could adequately describe this in a way that most of our listeners would get, but you'll you'll get it, Truge. It's like uh, that place from Revere, but a little bit less robust. But for three seventy five, dollars you can't ask for the robustness of that beautiful place in Revere. See episode three of Most Important Meal. Oh, you're talking about um, the place where we ordered egg subs from? Yes. Oh, okay. All right. So, so like an egg sub, but like Less complicated, but still really good. Less complicated, still really good. Not as much stuff on it. We really overcomplicated. We really like <laughs> belabored those other egg subs. So it was like I really enjoyed mine, even though it got some weird responses from social media. I hate all of you, by the way. No, just kidding. We love our listeners, and uh, I enjoyed my like eggy mushroom 
floral sub and everyone was like that was weird and you were like that was weird and i was like "Ooh, that sausage that truge got was really good well I, I i appreciated your your attempt at food journalism what do you mean attempt that was food journalism really going where no brian has gone before i don't want to make any assumptions uh on behalf of any other brian's um but yeah i guess if you wanted to call that a food journalism attempt with uh air quotes then pff, good on you truge i just um Dropped a handful of semi-sweet chocolate chips on the floor. I have so many questions. One, <laughs> why were there semi-sweet chocolate chips near you? Two, how did they get on the floor? Three, why was that important to bring up? Well, I was pouring them into my little hand, Brian. And my <laughs> hand is too little for all these chocolate chips. And so they just spilled all onto the floor. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> so Now they're going in my mouth. Mm, uh, okay, so as of right now, Allison Truge is putting semi-sweet chocolate chips in her mouth. Uh, in another attempt at food journalism, huh? uh, what <laughs> do you have to say about these chocolate chips? They are both semi and sweet. Can you elaborate on the definition of semi? I don't have to explain myself to you. It's our first episode of 2017. Yay! Congratulations, Woo! Allison Truge. Yeah. We did it. and uh, We made it. Yeah, we we made it. Uh, 2016 did not destroy our wills as much as it probably should or could have. Uh, but tonight, here we are talking about our <laughs> breakfast New Year's resolutions. Yeah, resolute. Resolute 1020. Wait, what? No, 10, 10, 20, 40. I'm trying to make a dumb resolution joke about like TVs and monitors, but. Why are you like this? You like me for it, so I. you only have yourself to blame. You're encouraging me by loving me. I do it to myself. I do. <laughs> That's what really hurts. Um. So what New Year's resolutions do you have on your plate? Well, I... So I try really hard not to make too many food resolutions because, like, I don't know. I feel like this time of year is a very fat-phobic time of year. Because, like, all of a sudden, this, like, multi-billion dollar industry that we have, like, in this country and the world at large is, like, oh, well, people, people, like, largely hate themselves, which is true. And, oh, well, this is the time of year where they're gonna, like, try to not hate themselves a little bit because we have force-fed them, like, a vision of beauty that is, like, largely unattainable for many people. So let's let's try to make them think that they can get that. And, uh, yeah, we'll we'll do it by, uh, like, half-price gym mem- memberships and, like, some, like, uh, programming on the television that's extra fat-shaming um, so that they on- know that, like, they, they really shouldn't feel comfortable with themselves, like, at all because, like, gosh, that flesh prison. On New Year's Day, we were together watching Shark Tank Marathon on TV, and every other product was some kind of weight loss, something or other, uh, you hate yourself, give me money, and I'll make you hate yourself less kind of product. Yeah, it was, like, I, I thought it was, like, ridiculously heavy-handed. Like, mm-hmm. even the programming on television was, like, tailored to, like, get your diet in check. You know, summer's only, only so many months away, and, like, how dare you show that fat body outside? You'll get a bikini body, and turns out bikinis only work in certain bodies. LOL, no, they don't. If you have a body, you can wear a bikini. 
So yeah, I basically, um, I try my best not to do like diet sort of resolutions or like exercise resolutions. Um, my resolution this year is to like basically eat more vegetables because like that's always a good thing and like vitamins and all that. Um, my other resolution is what I'd really love to do is, um, to like combat the horrible things that the meat industry is doing. Um, I would really like to like eat vegan at least twice a twice a week. And so my breakfast resolution is that I want to learn to cook some like really good vegan uh, breakfasts. And because I, I realized the other, I don't know, maybe when we started doing this podcast and uh, I remember we were like tweeting with Rye about getting a certain kind of sandwich at Starbucks. Um, and I realized that the certain sandwich that I really like only has meat on it. And I was like, that's, that's like, there, there should be really good breakfasts that don't have meat in them or don't have animal products in them even. So that's going to be a fun adventure that I'm sure we'll like keep talking about in the duration of this podcast. I am incredibly unhealthy to the point where my cholesterol is very high and I feel really bad mentally in a lot of ways. And I've always thought about trying something like this where I like eat less meat. Um, but I've never, I've never thought about that way in that twice a week I will eat vegan. And I thought, I think that's amazing. Like I'm going to give this a shot as well. I didn't tell you this off air. I'm going to do this too. It's been shown to actually really like, it, it makes like more of a difference than you think. And, like, not to mention, it's, like, kind of a fun food challenge Mm -hmm. because vegan food is really tasty, but it takes a lot more finesse than, like, your average meal. So, yeah. Have you found any vegan meals you want to try or any vegan aspects of a meal you want to implement? Um, my first, my first, like, big hurdle is probably going to be tofu scramble because I really, really like tofu scramble, but I've never made it myself. So we'll see how that goes. I have never had bad tofu in my life. I'm really excited to try this. Let's try this next time we hang out. Yeah. So uh, what are, what are your breakfast resolutions, Brian? My breakfast resolution. Uh, so I have a little bit of a story to uh, tell our audience. Um, you stayed with me on like the first few days of the year. And as you left, I brought you to the airport um, or brought you to the train station to get to the airport. And we had to wake up at four in the morning to get you there for your flight at like eight. So I woke up at four and we both kind of felt fine. Like we were not extremely exhausted like we imagined we would be which i think is incredible and we talked a bit about sleep cycles which is awesome because we woke up right when a sleep cycle was kind of waning and i dropped you off at like 5 15 and then came home and i was like i'm not going back to bed i'm staying up making a little bit more coffee and i'm just gonna do stuff and by the time i i, I did the math on this because i usually wake up pretty late because lol working at home um i by the time i was awake eight hours it was noon and by that point, it would have been like six or seven. I would have been finished dinner at that point. I was like, well, time for lunch, eight hours. Like, it was incredible. So my New Year's resolution in terms of breakfast, it's not it's tangentially breakfast related. Uh, there's two facets to it. One is to wake up a lot earlier, even though I set my alarm for four every day. And I have every day since um, I woke up every day at four. 
whether or not I stayed awake is another story. But the upside to that is even if I like fall back asleep for another few hours, I'm just trying to train my body to wake up really early. Even if I stay, uh, even if I fall back asleep for a few hours, I'm still awake at like six or seven, which is way earlier than I usually wake up. Yeah, I would say waking up at four in the morning every day is probably like a little excessive, but waking up at six or seven is not. But a noted podcaster and uh, prolific tweeter, Jillian Parker, says that 5 a.m. is the uh, most important, uh, what what was it, most productive time of day. I'm going to one-up that. I'm going to go for 4 a.m. I feel like 4 a.m. is like that kind of weird time where like if you're staying up really late, you could feasibly be up at 4 a.m. I can't like waking waking up at 4 a.m. is like a kind of a different story. So what what are your breakfasts going to look like at 5 a.m.? Well, that's the other part of this. Uh, one part is waking up a lot earlier, and the other is having more of a routine in the morning. Because, as I mentioned, I fall back asleep a lot, and I'm trying to combat that by uh, getting out of bed immediately, drinking a bunch of water, walking around, uh, making coffee, uh, things like that. My my another resolution as a part of this for more consistency is to drink more coffee. <laughs> Which is very surprising given my uh, love for coffee. I, when I started drinking coffee my sophomore year of college, I dr- I intentionally drank very little so I would not become addicted to caffeine. Uh, so I wouldn't need it to wake up in the morning. But when I wanted it, I could get that extra boost of caffeine. Um, that has been true enough to the point where I really don't drink much coffee lately. And when I do, I have this big rush of energy. So my plan is to drink more coffee so I have that rush of energy. But I also limit myself to one a day still because I don't want to get addicted to caffeine. Uh, so my breakfasts are going to look like coffee and most likely something very minimal in terms of preparation. Um, I, I'm thinking mostly cereal. <laughs> I've been eating a lot of cereal this past week, even though I, but, uh, but you're going to let it get soggy, right? Nope. Nope. It is crunchy as all get out and I eat it immediately and I'm done with a bowl in like three minutes. So it does not get soggy whatsoever. And then I add a little bit more on, on top of the milk so that the milk has minimal contact with the cereal. Boom. Why are you like this? You love me. You, uh, you encourage me. <laughs> Gosh, what have I become? My sweetest friend. <laughs> and yeah, that that's my biggest one is more consistency and uh, more uh, waking up early. Yeah, I, I would be really interested. Uh, tweet us what your like morning routine kind of looks like or like, you know, as simple as you can get it. Because I'm also trying to like craft a morning routine and the most I can really come up with is kind of like awaking. waking up for you takes most of the morning i hate you so much you are so mean (laughs) why are you like this (laughs) um yeah it's for me the biggest challenge with all this is waking up and having the motivation to do things other than sleep (laughs) because sleep feels really really good in the morning because you're still kind of tired and don't want to face the day yet and if you sleep just another few hours you don't have to face the day yet so i'm imagining like being able to wake up and just kind of roll out of bed and do something good for myself my other thing that i do a lot of is listen to podcasts in the morning so from like five to eight i listen to three or four podcasts and it's amazing because I don't feel guilty for listening to podcasts because what the hell else am I going to do that early in the morning? Yeah, I've been thinking a lot. Um, a bunch of my friends on like, you know, Facebook, various social media, they do this thing where they make um, each year, like at the beginning of the year, they pick a word 
that they want to focus on for like the entire year. Um, I've had a couple friends do like, this is going to be my year of like, yes, or like, this is going to be my year of like fitness. Um, and I've been trying to think of what I want, like my word to be. And I, I totally haven't like come up with one on like January 1st because I kind of like want it to more organically happen. Right now I'm thinking like, I, I, I almost, I want to work this word a little bit because I don't like the negative connotations, but I'm almost thinking like discipline to be my word because I, I want more of a like ritual and I want more of like a, yes, I can eat like totally plant-based two days a week, like as long as I like put my mind to it. Discipline. Yeah, but like exactly. <laughs> like discipline sounds like such a like mean word. I would I want it to be like a word that implies that but isn't so like harsh. The word that comes to my mind when I think discipline but without the negative connotations is perseverance. Yeah, but I don't want this to be the year of perseverance cuz it's going to be anyway. Why is it going to be anyway? It's going to be whether I want it to or not. Donald <laughs> Trump is president. Oh, 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 wow. That that word that you just said, uh, th- those words in that combination. Oof. Oh, man. Oh. Oof. And, oh, there's the anxiety bubble. It's gone. And we're back. Hi, Allison. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> Boat drinks. What do you think you'd want your word to be, Brian? My word for the... I, I haven't really thought about this because I've seen our mutual friends do that same kind of thing. And I kind of want to default to the Mabim Bam 20 Serpentine uh, zag when they expect you to zig. Uh, <laughs> what? Thing. Have you ha- listened to the most recent My Brother, My Brother and Me? It's great. Okay. So I'm considering that simply for the solidarity of uh, big podcast saying this and being part of a fandom that gets to make that all our 20 Serpentine. Uh, but... For me personally, I'm thinking more about productivity in like a not buzzwordy way, (laughs) like not uh, like I actually want to accomplish more this year than I did last year. And I don't know how to do that or how to make a word for the year without just being like productivity, omnifocus, GTD. What if my word of the year was synergy? (laughs) (sighs) What if what if I had four words of the year? Do you know what they would be? What would they be? Sausage, egg, and cheese. <laughs> yes. You're <laughs> sausage, egg, and cheese. Even though, oh, wait, what's that? Sausage is not a plant product. Neither is eggs. No. No, or cheese. All, <laughs> all, all those, things those things are non-plant products. Oh, man. I, I, I'm really excited to see how your plant products uh, thing goes. I'm really excited to do that with you because I want to, I, I feel like, if I'm to be any healthier and feel any better about the things I eat, the best way to do that is not to limit myself to things like like not eating gluten or not eating sugar, like aspects of food. Because as you know, I'm not good at discerning aspects of food. But like if I do just a few days of plant foods, that sounds awesome. Plant foods. Plant you foods. You can feel it photosynthesizing in your body. Photosynthesis. 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 Do we have an after show? Uh, all of this is the after show. Oh. <laughs> In hindsight, you're, you're gonna, gonna wish, wish you, you were, were true. We're not synced up. No, I'll sync us up. Don't worry. Oh, oh.
I think I think we're pretty in sync, don't you? I hate you. I it, love like, you in the sense that we are in a sink together, like like a like a dishes sink. Mm-hmm. We're just two dirty little dishes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we're nice just and two sense. dirty little teacups. I'm gonna keep eating these semi-sweet morsels. And welcome back to our roving reporter, Allison Trude, on the floor. Allison Trude, tell us about these semi-sweet chocolate morsels. Well, well, Ken, they're, uh... Who's Ken? Wait, what? Well, Ken, uh, <laughs> you know that thing that chocolate chips do where they're these little peaks, and the little peaks kind of, like, slouch over the rest of the, like, triangular visage? Mm-hmm. Well, they're doing that, Ken, and I'm not feeling okay with it. They're kind of like slouchy little wizard hats. That's what I'm eating. Uh, does that affect the mouthfeel at all, or is it all still just semi-sweet chocolate? Everything is mouthfeel. 